Hello and welcome to Feminine Fire, a podcast where spirituality meets soulful business strategy. I'm your host, spiritual life and business coach, Beck Cazillo, here to help you ignite your inner fire and step into the highest vision for your life and business. Join me as we explore what it takes to get out of your own way, uplevel your worth, master your mindset, and build the spiritual business of your dreams. If you're a spiritual woman ready to create a life and business that truly sets your soul on fire, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. This is Feminine Fire. Hey, hey, beautiful human, and welcome to the final episode of the Feminine Fire podcast for 2022. Well, here we are at the end of another beautiful big year, and it has been a big one, I know, for me, but also for so many of you. You know, for me personally, having a baby, packing up and selling our house, moving out of our house, the second half of this year has just been so wild, and we are in for some more big change coming into the new year with our move to the coast. But I know I'm not alone in this year having been big, lots of change, lots of growth and lots of duality with those really high highs and also some lows, some challenges, lots of learnings, everything in between. So in this final episode of the year, I really want to take a moment to celebrate and reflect on the year that was. I want to share with you what worked, what didn't, and what I'm doing differently in 2023. And I'd love to encourage you to do the same. Build in time for celebration and reflection in both life and business. It's so important because it can be so, so easy to just move on to the next thing, move on to the next year without taking the time to acknowledge what was, to reflect on your learnings and to celebrate your wins, of course, too. When we make the time to do this, I really believe there's two main benefits. Firstly, reflecting on our learnings means that we can take those forward with us and we can leave behind what isn't serving us anymore. We can shake off that stagnant old energy that we might not even know is hanging around and get clear on how we want to move forward, get clear on what it is that we want to take with us, what those lessons were, what those blessings were, and how we want to bring those with us as we move forward. So that's the first benefit. The second benefit is celebrating our wins because that puts us in an attitude of gratitude and it really helps us step into that energy of abundance and overflow. We know that what we focus on multiplies. So ending the year in this way is setting you up for success in 2023. So as you're listening to me share my highlights, my lowlights and everything in between in this episode today, I encourage you to take note of what comes up for you and carve out some time to do this exercise for yourself. What are you celebrating? What have the challenges been? What have you learned? What are you leaving behind in 2022? And what are you taking with you into 2023? So if there is one thing that I want you to take away from this episode today, It's to put this into action. Take the time to celebrate for yourself, to reflect for yourself, and to get really intentional about closing out this year before stepping into the new one. All right, let's get into it. Let's kick off with my reflections on 2022. My word for this year has been expansion. And I won't lie, 
It was a word that I really resisted when it first landed for me back in December last year. And that's because I've actually had it as my word of the year before. Expansion was also my word in 2018, which was my first full-time year in the business and also the year we got married and found out we were pregnant with Noah. All of the expansive vibes. But when it landed again for me last December, a year ago now, it was just before we found out we were pregnant again after a year of trying to conceive. And at the time, feeling frustrated and finding that really challenging and really hard, I kept thinking, is this word just coming through because I really want to manifest another pregnancy? Well, no. Turns out it was likely coming through because we were already pregnant. So expansion was definitely the flavor of the year. I literally expanded as I grew a small human. Our family expanded. And with all of that, the business expanded and my capacity to hold more as a mama and as a business owner expanded too. And the last couple of months have also been a whirlwind as we have expanded into our next level vision for our family and prepared to move to the coast at the end of this year. Expansion was the perfect word for the year that was 2022 for me in both life and business. So what worked? what didn't, and what am I doing differently in 2023? Well, let's rewind back to the end of 2021. At this time last year, I shared that 2021 was one of the most stretchy, challenging years I had ever had. I had been stretched to my edges like never before, and I had spent a lot of the year feeling like things were hard, mostly due to the challenges that we faced trying to conceive. So finding out we were pregnant right before Christmas meant that I ended 2021 feeling a lot more hopeful and positive. But that was also because I had finally done something to shift that mindset and energy. After months of trying to do it on my own, I invested in outside support to help me, which meant that I was able to end 2021 and start 2022 in a much better frame of mind. Now, the takeaways for me here is that mindset and energy are everything. Investing in support is always a good idea. Do it sooner rather than later. Don't wait until things have felt hard for months before seeking out and investing in support. So let's chat highlights. The biggest one being, of course, having a baby and becoming a family of four the biggest highlight of the year, without a doubt, hands down. (laughs) I also had the most beautiful maternity leave, which really solidified for me just how far I've come in business. And this is something that I'm celebrating hugely. To have built a business that supports me in this season of life as a mama of two is such a dream. And I've shared about maternity leave lots on the podcast. So you can listen in to the last episode, episode 83 and episode 74 and 75, if you want to hear more about how I prepared the business for maternity leave. Now, the highlight for this last part of the year has been preparing for our move to the coast, which is something that my husband, Matt, and I have been dreaming of for the last couple of years. And it is now becoming a reality 
I am so, so excited and a little bit nervous that it is all happening. So when we found out that Matt had secured a job, that was a big, big highlight for us. It signaled that we could start to make moves. We could start to make this a reality for our family. Still, still feels so, so surreal, but such a dream. And I really feel like that phrase, such a dream, is something that I have repeated time and time again this year. This year really has felt like such a dream. We are living in the dream. We are living in the vision board. And I am so, so, so deeply grateful for that and celebrating that so, so big. At the same time, deciding to sell our house, pack up our life with a newborn and a three-year-old, just as I was returning to work post-mat leave, it was wild to say the least. And it all happened so, so quickly, much quicker than we had planned. The original plan had been to take things slow, to make the move first, and then to sell our house early in the new year. Knowing that we had a newborn I really wanted to create as much spaciousness as possible in our plans, but we made a decision to sell this side of Christmas, a decision that was made when Hugo was not yet even six weeks old, by the way. And as soon as that decision was made, it was on like Donkey Kong and it stretched me once again to my very edges, expanding, there's that word again, my capacity for just how much I could hold. And I should also add that despite that desire for spaciousness originally, deciding to sell this side of Christmas, that was a decision that we made very, very intentionally. We knew that we were collapsing that timeline. We knew that that meant the final few months of this year were going to be very full on. But giving up that spaciousness in the short term meant that we were creating more spaciousness for ourselves in early 2023. So we'd be able to truly enjoy the summer holidays without the added pressure of having to sell our house. And ultimately, knowing that we could just chill out over the holiday season, (laughs) oh, that is what drove that decision. And I am so, so happy we made that call. Short-term pain long-term gain. Not that it was painful per se. It was definitely challenging and very fast. You know, we went from potentially selling our house in a few months to having our house on the market within two weeks and doing all of the things to make it happen. (laughs) It wasn't painful though. It wasn't painful. Uh, And we did it in the most easeful way possible. And I am always, always astounded at how easeful you can make things when that is your intention. And in my experience, when the universe and your intuition wants you to move, you move and move we did, even though it didn't make sense, even though I had doubts and fears that it would all be too much. Was it the right time? Maybe we should wait. Maybe we should just stick with our original plan. Are we crazy for doing this, et cetera, et cetera. But it just felt like the right move for us. And it was. So the takeaways for me here are to trust your intuition Don't be afraid to change your mind. Don't be afraid to move fast. Trust that you can hold it all. It is always working out for you. Big, bold moves create big, bold outcomes. And the universe always favors action. Something else that had a profound impact on me this year and that I want to touch on 
was my pregnancy. Now, obviously, birthing another human, becoming a mama of two was significant and life-changing in all of the ways, but my actual pregnancy highlighted something that I had been neglecting for a little while, my health. I went into this pregnancy a lot less fit than the first time. And I'm not just saying that I was a lot less fit. First time around, I was going to the gym three to four times a week, right up until I was 38 weeks, right up until Noah was born, pretty much. I was strong. I was fit. My pelvic floor hadn't been through any major trauma yet. And this second pregnancy was a totally different story because I had not made my physical health and well-being a priority after Noah was born. And early on in this pregnancy, I could feel how different it was going to be because I wasn't as strong or as fit. I felt it in my pelvic floor a lot earlier in this pregnancy. And then, of course, I had a really, really rubbish final trimester health-wise as well. Gratefully, nothing super serious, but as I've shared about in previous episodes, just one thing on top of another that made my final few months in pregnancy very, very uncomfortable, which wasn't fun and it really, really tested me mindset-wise. But what came out of all of this for me was a commitment to an investment in my physical health and well-being, something which up until this year has not really been on my radar. So far, postpartum, that commitment has looked like going to yoga each week, which has been so good for me both physically and mentally, seeing a women's health physio who has supported me with my pelvic floor, game changer, women who are out there who are pregnant, who are postpartum, go and see a women's health physio about your pelvic floor (laughs) and don't not do it because I didn't do it the first time round and I really should have. She's also created a plan for me to slowly ease back into running and I have been taking my herbs and vitamins as prescribed by my naturopath. So the takeaway for me here is just how important your physical health is. I can't afford to neglect it anymore. And my goal is to be the healthiest, fittest, most vital version of me in 2023. I want to get to peak optimum health. I want more energy. I want to be stronger, fitter and healthier from the inside out. That is my commitment. Business wise, what am I doing differently in 2023? I think the biggest thing is acknowledging that I am not in a season of big business growth right now. My focus for next year is in coaching my clients inside my programs, the Spiritual Business Mistress Mind and the Spiritual Business Academy and doubling down on my focus being there. And to be honest, that's it. I do have some thoughts about some new things that I want to create and those thoughts are still percolating away. But at this stage, if they happen, I'm seeing those as a bonus. I am in a season of grounding and sustaining I have built this beautiful business that supports me in this season of life and I am damn well going to enjoy it. And it feels so good to acknowledge that this is it for me right now and to have made that a really intentional decision for 2023, that I am not gunning for big growth this year, but rather really grounding into what I've already created. 
there's a tendency in the online business space to always be growing and scaling. If you're not quantum leaping in your business, then there must be something wrong. Well, I call bullshit on that. Yes, there's obviously a time and space for growing and scaling your business. It is what I support my clients to do inside the spiritual business mistress mind. But there's also a time and space for not. And it takes courage to go, you know what? My goal is to sustain right now. And the takeaway here is not to strive for growth just for the sake of growth and to get really honest with yourself about where you're at and what your goals are and to make a really intentional decision about what 2023 looks like for you growth-wise. Are you in a season of calling in big growth in 2023? Or like me, are you looking at grounding into and sustaining what you've got? Making that decision before you start planning for the new year is going to be so supportive because your plans are going to look very different depending on which way you want to go. And something that I want to normalize is having support in your business through all seasons. Often we only make investments or we think we only can make investments in our business when we're looking to grow. But support is important even when we're not in a season of big growth. Having a business coach isn't just about growth. It's about becoming a better business owner, implementing better systems and processes, creating epic programs and experiences for your clients, up-leveling your mindset and your energy. For me, even though I'm not striving for big growth in 2023, I will still be investing in coaching. That is one thing that I am not doing differently. So no matter where you're at on your business journey, if you're looking to grow and scale your business or you're looking to double down on where you're at, having a business coach will support you no matter what. Now, before I close out this episode for today, this final episode of the year, I do want to share with you how you can work with me in 2023, how I can support you. If you want that business coach to be me, then listen in. I have two different ways that you can work with me. The first, if you are new to business, if you want to build a sustainable business from the get-go and land your first paying clients, the Spiritual Business Academy is for you. And when you sign up now, you get instant access to all of the course content so you can binge watch it as you please over the holidays and move through it at your own pace. And then you get full access to the live round starting in March, including three weeks of coaching support and two live calls with me. Then if you've been in business a while, maybe you've worked with some clients and you really want to grow to five or 10K months in an intuitive, soulful, sustainable way, the Spiritual Business Mistress Mind is for you. This is a six-month high-level mastermind with one-to-one and group coaching support. This is the best way to be coached by me. Applications are now open for April 2023. And you can find the links for both of those in the show notes. And as always, if you have any questions or if you'd like to have a chat, send me a DM on Instagram at beck.cazillo. And that brings us to the end of this final episode of the year. Having shared the highlights, the lowlights, my biggest takeaways, and what I'm doing differently next year. 
I hope it has sparked something in you. And as I said at the top of this episode, if there is a one thing I want you to take away from today, it's to take some time out to do this reflection for yourself. And come and let me know. I'd love to celebrate your wins with you. I would love to hear what you're planning on doing differently in 2023. So don't be a stranger. Come on over to Instagram. Let me know. I'll be taking a few weeks off over the holiday season, but I will be back and returning to weekly episodes in the first week of January. So consider this your opportunity to catch up on any episodes you may have missed. Now, before I sign off for the year, I just want to say a massive thank you for listening to and supporting the Feminine Fire podcast in 2022. I absolutely love recording these episodes for you. I love connecting with you in this way. Every time I hear from you in my DMs or I read a review or I see you sharing with your community on Instagram, I am over here happy dancing away. My aim is to always make this podcast as useful and as supportive as I can. And I am already excited for what I've got planned for you in 2023. If you have any requests, any questions you'd like me to answer, any topics you'd like me to speak to, any guests you'd like to hear from, please let me know. You know where to find me. The best place is on Instagram at beck.cazillo. Come and send me a DM. And that is a wrap on 2022. I am signing off for the year, wishing you all the love, joy and abundance for 2023. And I'll see you next year on the Feminine Fire podcast.